Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Sunday of week number three in the NFL. Wiz, good morning. How you doing? Yeah, good morning. Love it uh, doing the podcast on a Sunday morning, day game, game day, and uh, some some exciting stuff uh, happening. Uh, you know, again, you have to wade you you know uh, you know look through these injuries and try and figure out. You have to kind of make decisions a lot of times at one o'clock based on what you think is going to happen with the four o'clock players and the Sunday night players, but it makes it interesting. And I have noticed uh, some line movements on some of these games and weather related issues as well. So it overall makes for a very, very interesting uh, week three of the NFL. Yeah. Not an, I, I would say not an, uh, there's not a game that sticks out to me. That's well, there actually, there is one game that sticks out to me as, as a fascinating matchup between two teams that kind of mimic each other. But we'll get on, into that in a second. But other, other than that, I, I look at this slate as not an unbelievably appealing week in terms of, you know, fantastic matchups. Uh, I have noticed the same as you that some of these lines are moving. I'll kind of go into some history uh, on what's happened recently w- with a couple of these matchups and maybe why, uh, as you mentioned, weather uh, here in New York, uh, Jets, New England will be impacted by just a just mucky uh uh, tropical storm Ophelia it's been hanging around I think a little bit less so down in Washington uh, and Baltimore where it's kind of moving more up the coast but seems like some morning sprinkles are going to stick around but uh, yeah that's that's what you're dealing with you're also dealing with a situation I don't know about you is but I'm not starting Joe Burrow if I have him I'm looking for alternatives they play Monday night uh, in one of the two Monday night games this week yeah, I think that one's tricky because the only way you could uh, wait that out is if you took Browning, his backup, and then wait it out until the game and then start whoever Cincinnati starts. But to your point, um, based on what they've done with some of their moves the last day or two, I would say he's probably not going to play. So, and, and the line is saying that as well. Uh, it's down to two and a half at home against the Rams. I kind of thinks that uh, shows that I, I believe the people that are in the know about these things when it comes to Lions believe he's not going to play as well. But let's get to the games. Um, point spreads, under and overs. Uh, we'll do that first. I, I look this card over and, and due to so many key guys not playing in this game, in these games, weather as well, uh, I came down to two games that I like. Um, both of them are later starts. And one is the craziest line, and I just have to zag on this game. Um, so the Carolina Panthers lost their, don't have their starting quarterback for this game. Andy Dalton will be starting. Um, J.C. Horn, they're one of their best cornerbacks uh, out. Um, the Carolina Panthers are 0-2. The Seattle Seahawks just went on the road, and they beat the Detroit Lions, who I guess most people at this point consider to be I don't know, probably a playoff team, certainly after the Cowboys, Eagles, and 49ers. That would be the team that people mention the most. (laughs) Excuse me. And the Seahawks are home in this game, and they're only a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. This line stinks to high heaven. I'm going to zag. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers plus four-and-a-half. I think their defense is going to play a terrific game. Uh, limit Geno Smith in this game. So I want them plus four and a half points. And the other game I like is uh, the over in the Steeler Raider game, over 43. 
I think Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett getting away from home actually is going to help him. And I'll tell you what, I got a prediction about Kenny Pickett today. I think he's going to have his best passing game in his short NFL career. I think he's going to throw a minimum of two touchdown passes today. I think the Raiders will put up points as well. So I love over 43 in the Steelers and Raiders. And the, the game that just stinks to high heaven, I'm taking the Carolina Panthers plus four and a half. So I want to comment on, on, your, on your two uh, games first. Um, as far as the Seattle-Carolina uh, game, I initially took Seattle in a survivor pool, uh, and I've backed out of that pick uh, since then. I, I went a little safer, one of the bigger uh, point spread guys. I think I went in Kansas City. Um, so the one thing I do know in this game was, obviously, Seattle has a home field advantage, lots of noise in that stadium, but but... A couple of things, in addition to J.C. Horn, right, Shaq, Shaq Thompson's also out for Carolina. So Carolina definitely has some significant injuries on on defense. They, they still have some talented players on that side of the ball. Seattle's got a problem in their secondary ways. Now, Andy Dalton's a veteran. Um, he's been through this before. I don't know how many times he's probably played infrequently in Seattle, but nonetheless, he's played in uh, difficult environments before. Uh, I, I agree with you. It's a strange line, but the fact of the matter is Seattle's missing basically their whole starting secondary. Woolen is not playing. Uh, Jamal Adams is not ready to come back on the field yet. Uh, this is where Seattle has been vulnerable. And I, you know, I would agree with you. It's a stinky line, uh, a game that I chose to stay away from, so it's interesting that you noted it in your picks for the week. As far as the Steelers going, Kenny Pickett, do you know Kenny Pickett has never thrown more than one touchdown in any game in his career? Did you know that? Yeah, I, I, I did see that stat, and uh, I just feel like, you know, that pressure playing at home and, the, you know, the crowd booing, and I just think he's going to just play a better, more relaxed game, and uh, there's no one else better to greet you than the Raiders. Um you know, if you want to, if you want to play a better game, so uh, I do feel he's going to throw two or more touchdown passes today. Okay, that's uh, that's good. I, I've got a few more games. I think I got uh, five games here. So I, I want to talk about to me the most fascinating game of the week: uh, your Vikings against the Chargers. Two teams that could point put points up on the board, and two teams that can't stop anybody. The Chargers have scored over thirty points a game four straight games. I'm oh, sorry, they didn't score over thirty last year. I think last week. I think they're averaging about 30 points a game over the last four games. Uh, pardon, my, uh, pardon my incorrect stat initially. Uh, they've lost all four of those games, and they play against the Vikings, who you know we noted early, uh, earlier before the season started that this is a team that's going to kind of regress a little bit because they weren't going to win those close games the same way. Kirk Cousins is uh, en route to 6,000 passing yards at the moment <laughs> if you prorate his performance in the first two weeks. I think this is going to be a big shootout with neither of these teams could stop anybody. Uh, so I'm going over 54, Minnesota and Chargers. Uh, you mentioned that Raider-Pittsburgh game. Uh, I do think it's going to be a good football game. I like the Raiders in this game, Was laying two and a half at home to the Steelers. Uh, I, I, I just, they're going to get Jacobs going a little bit. Uh, Pittsburgh was vulnerable against the run against Nick Chubb. I think they'll look to attack Pittsburgh in that manner. Uh, I could see Devontae Adams doing some stuff in this ballgame too, but I like the Raiders laying two and a half at home against the Steelers. I do know there'll be a fair amount of Steelers fans in that building uh, for certain because that team travels very, very well. Uh, Deshaun Watson has shown me nothing. We've talked about the Titans' run defense many times this year. I think Derrick Henry gets going uh, this week. I think they're going to make Deshaun Watson attempt to beat them. And as a result, I like the Titans uh, getting three and a half against the Browns this week. 
Um, that's a messy, messy, messy game was um, in 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 uh, the Meadowlands today. Uh, two good defenses. I think they'll duke it out in that manner. Under 36, New England and the Patriots. I like the over in the Lions-Atlanta game, over 46.5. I think both those teams will, will put some points, points on the board, even though Montgomery will probably not be playing for the Lions. And last but not least, Wiz, uh, people have shied away from the Bills a little bit. Washington is 2-0. and uh, I thought both of their wins are against kind of secondary teams. I like Washington. I think it's a good football team. I like what Sam Howell's doing. Uh, but I think the Bills kind of figured things out offensively the last week. Uh, they're going to have to get to Josh, uh, Josh Allen, uh, that Washington front, front seven, if you will, uh, with Chase Young back in action. But I, I like the Bills laying six and a half against Washington this week, Wiz. Very interesting. And that, that, that Bill line is another one that is going down by the minute here. Uh, right now, as we're talking, the Bills are five and a half point yeah. favorite at Washington. It's going down, but... Yeah, I think, I mean, this is just a game that I think is Buffalo is, you know, is better and should win. Uh, this one, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm just staying away from, but uh, interesting analysis. And uh, when I looked at the player props this week, um, <laughs> there were a lot. I mean, there were just a lot. So for me, the, the difficult part is trying to narrow it down and getting from the ones that you like. And just sticking with maybe five, six, or seven of them, because I just think in theory there are just so many that you could play. So with that being said, I eliminated a lot, and I'm going to go with six, um, my player props. And um, last week, the Jags blew that game. They had opportunities. There was a play they got down to the half-yard line, and Travis Etienne would have walked in for a touchdown, and for some reason on a zone read, Lawrence elected to keep the ball himself and he got tackled for like a two-yard loss and they could never score a touchdown on that drive. So I, I think they're going to make things right in a game that they should be able to run the ball. I like Travis Etienne for any time touchdown in this game against the Texans. Pick number two is over two and a half receptions for Dorm Smythe, um, who is is – quietly become an important part of this offense and they set up that that triangle play where like most of goes out into the flat and Tyree Kill does that in cut and Smythe goes outside and I just feel like it's such an effective play it's almost unstoppable so I like him over two and a half receptions in the game no what no no also no waddle in that game no waddle as well in that game right um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna. I'm getting good. Uh, I'm getting odds on this. I'm gonna go Kenny Pickett over uh, one and a half touchdowns thrown. I just think this is gonna be a high scoring game. I know you like the Raiders, so hopefully it's a forty to thirty type of game. I'm going under passing attempts for Jared Goff. Um, I just think when you play Atlanta, it's a different type of game. He had thirty five attempts, but that was last week against the Seahawks when he was throwing every down basically in the second half. So I want to go under 34.5 attempts for Jared Goff. Um, I'm going over Justin Jefferson's seven and a half receptions. Um, they may play so conservatively that they're going to give him so many easy catches. Uh, this one is plus money. I don't know how, but uh, I'd be surprised if Justin Jefferson doesn't kiss 10 receptions um, today against the Chargers, but I, I certainly love it over seven and a half. And I'm going to go Brian Robinson over 14.5 attempts. Um, you play the Bills, you know what they're susceptible to. They're susceptible against the run. And 
I think this is the type of game where Washington's going to want to run the ball and run the ball and kind of keep that Bills offense off the field. They do not want to get into a shootout in this type of game. So um, I'm going to go Brian Robinson over 14 and a half carries, and that's my pack of six. Yeah, good, good, good picks. Uh, I share one with you. Um, Justin Jefferson is on his way to another, another big season. Uh, I picked the same one as you. Uh, I know he's had over 150 yards, if I'm not mistaken, in the first two weeks. Uh, but I went with the receptions as well, with so plus seven and a half. So we do, do we do have one of the same picks. Um, I talked about that New England uh, Jet game. I'm going under both quarterbacks. Mac Jones, two eleven and a half. Garrett, uh, Zach Wilson, one eighty and a half. I'm taking the under on both. I just, I just feel this is going to be a messy, windy, mucky day, and neither of the. Oh, well, I think Jones has played okay this year, uh, but the Jet defense will will give a test for him for sure. Two wide receivers, Wiz, I like in the same game. Um, the Jaguars have lost three of the last four games against the Texans. C.J. Stroud has looked good. Uh, he is dealing with a little bit of an injury, but I feel like the if, if a game goes according to game plan here, I think a lead will be taken by Jacksonville, and once again, Houston will be playing catch-up. Just really low on the yards for, for Robert Woods and Tank Dell. Uh, Robert Woods, 37.5, Tank Dell, 35.5. I'm going over for both of those, Wiz. Uh, my, my play of the day, Wiz, uh, Atlanta is in the top five worst defenders they were last year. Uh, they've started out the same way this year against the tight end. It's one of my favorite plays of the day. Uh, whether you want to take receptions or or yardage, it's up to you. But Sam Laporta with, I believe, a dinged up uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Josh Reynolds is also dinged up a bit. Uh, I see Sam Laporta kind of replacing the running game a little bit. I probably lean a little bit more towards uh, catches. I think it's at four and a half. But I like over catches and over yardage for Sam Laporta this week uh, in that ball game was. And last but not least, I got got one more. Um, I believe Josh Dobbs will be on the run in that game against the Cowboys. Uh, Rushing yards, 13 and a half. I'm taking the over Josh Dobbs rushing yards. Very good. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting type of game. I had a prop that I loved in that game, but Diggs' injury made me back off. I I want to play under a half a touchdown thrown by Dobbs because I agree with you. I just felt like they were going to really shut them down, and there would be so many plays where he would have to kind of take off. I just didn't think he'd have a passing touchdown. But they have decent receivers, and without Diggs there, um, I guess he could get one in, but I, I certainly understand where you're headed to with uh, with the rushing yards for Dobbs. And, and like you, Wiz, I probably wrote down, and I'll probably play a few more than than I've than I've spoken about this morning. Um, uh, but I will probably p- play probably ten or twelve today. But those are the six favorite ones I have. A couple of other ones I was kind of looking at: uh, Josh Herbert passing yards, for example. Um, Lamar Jackson rushing yards this week in a game where I think he'll have to run a little bit with that, that front seven of Washington who can put pressure on the quarterback. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But it is always very difficult to parse through at what you think the best ones are. Uh, but the, the ones that I think both of us talked about are the ones we kind of like the most. Yeah, like uh, you know, I said at the very, very beginning, and what you just added is, is so true. I mean, you really could write down a lot of these things, but, you know, you, you, you're right, you know, you, you look at them and if you play too many, it's just going to be difficult. So you try and narrow it down and then there'll be some weeks where the ones that you, you know, you didn't play win. But I think over the most part, you know, when you look it over 
and as the weeks go on, you get a little better of a feel for which players and which teams you have a, you know, a good gauge on. I think it's, uh, I think it becomes a little bit easier the narrowing down process. Yeah, don't disagree. All right, so uh, on to week three. Uh, again, we mentioned two Monday night games. Rams, uh, Rams are playing Cincinnati, and Philadelphia goes to Tampa Bay. So uh, we got that slate again. I, I do. We, you and I have talked about. It. We wish that that was the case every week and get rid of the damn Thursday game. But uh, that's not happening at this point in time. But anyway. Enjoy a full Sunday of football. We'll catch up again next week. Wiz, nice job. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So make sure you're listening. Uh, Have a great Sunday, Wiz. You got it. You too.